At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Always follow the, follow money. the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Mar- and Polly Howard on VSEN. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet, VSEN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10, plus get a 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. With wagering at more than 300 tracks and AI assisted picks, the First Bet app is the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport with secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website. Details are available at vcin.com slash horses. Sign up now. We'll start talking college football here. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Matt's in for Paulie Howard today. Jake Butt joins the program now, former great tight end at the University of Michigan, uh, now with the Big Ten Network. He is in Arizona for the Michigan TCU game tomorrow. Jake, thanks for the time today. How are you? Doing good, guys. I'm I'm happy to start my day with you guys and talk some Michigan football, some college football playoffs. Very cool. It's great to have you on the show today. Let's begin with this. I'm always curious about this every single bowl season. The players, the teams, the coaches, obviously, they've had approximately a month off now. How do how do the players and coaches avoid slow starts when you have not played a game in that amount of time? Well, you know, that's certainly a risk. Um, I would say it's more so on the coaches because what happens is is you go into every single game, and this isn't just for the playoffs, it's every game that I've ever played, college or NFL, and your first 10 to 15 plays are scripted. And the coaches should by now know their team. They should know their players and their strengths. And over the course of a month, they should have a good idea of where they can try to attack the opposing team. And you go in there and you you get a fast start by scheming to your advantage and trying to get a little momentum early in the game. That'll shake the cobwebs off early. But I think no matter what you do, there's going to be a little bit of, you know, getting back into it. All right, Jake, uh, a year ago, Michigan Finally had the breakthrough against Ohio State. I, I kind of equated that to the Wolverines winning their Super Bowl, and then they rolled in the Big Ten championship game, beat a bad Iowa team. Uh, at that time, uh, I'll say a bad Iowa offense. I thought Michigan had a just-happy-to-be-here mentality when it got to the college football playoff and really wasn't prepared for the Georgia game. Do you think that's accurate or not, and do you think Michigan's going to have an experience edge now, having been on that stage last year, uh, an experience as a TCU does not have in this matchup. 
No, I, I don't agree with you. I think that Georgia team is a really or was a really, really good football team. And we'll see when it's all said and done how some of their players, once they have NFL careers, will have some more context. I mean, they had an NFL record five of five guys on their defense go in the first round. That's absurd. Half of their defense effectively was first rounders last year. Eleven total get drafted. That team was stacked. And, you know, Michigan came into that game and had opportunities. There was moments early in the game and moments matter. A couple fourth downs here and there where if they, if they can connect on it, hey, you know, it could be a different game. I think J.J. McCarthy came in later and the offense got some life. You know, the defense missed some assignments early on. So um, it wasn't their best game, sure. But, you know, that's what happens when you meet an opponent like Georgia. That being said, this is a different year. Um, I think the, the context... And the, the experience of being in the playoff last year benefits Michigan. It's something that TCU doesn't have the advantage um, of, of having been here before. So that, that'll play into Michigan's hands. And uh, I'm just talking to them yesterday, the Michigan players and Mrs. Coach, Michigan coaches at Media Day. I just got the sense that these guys are ready. I mean, the players, you know, the bowl games, they schedule all – you have all these different activities that you can do all this fun, you know, it's supposed to be a cool trip. You're out here in Arizona. It's the holiday season. All the players approach Coach Harbaugh, Ronnie Bell, some of the leaders, and they're like, Coach, like, we don't want to do any of that. We just want to work. We want to study more film. We want to play. We want to win. And I thought that was a huge sign of the maturity of this football team. Michigan lost that game to Georgia 34-11 last year, and I think Michigan lost seven defensive starters to the draft from that team. Is that right, Jake? Was it seven? Uh, I don't know, seven to the draft. I mean, they lost their two edge guys um, and Daxton Hill. Those were your those were your high draft picks. Right. I think they lost seven guys to the NFL, but as far as the draft, I don't think so. Double check. One number. first rounder. Yeah, Aiden Hutchinson, Daxton Hill, Ojabo. Uh, anyway, a lot of talent. Uh, Michigan lost a lot of talent from that defense. Right now, uh, they come yep. back seven and a half point favorites over TCU at Circa. Bet Rivers has eight on this game. A lot of times we do see lopsided games in these semifinals. Uh, Jake, what do you think we're going to see here? Is this going to be a tight game, or do you think Michigan pulls away and wins by double digits? I want to give respect to TCU. I mean, seemingly the whole year, it seems like we've all been waiting. Like, okay, is TCU the truth? Are they going to eventually slip up and fall? And for the most part, outside of their conference championship, they've just found ways to win, and I think you've got to give a team credit. They have an explosive offense. Duggan is the Heisman runner-up. Um, Miller, their running back, is probably one of the more underrated backs in the entire country. I think he's, he's top five in terms of 50-plus yard rushes on the year. So he's really, really explosive. And then they got Quentin Johnson, who PFF has as their number one receiver this year. Really, really good downfield in terms of 50-50 balls. So... They can put up points. They can, they can do things to challenge you. They can score. And they'll be probably the second-best offense Michigan's faced all year. Ohio State is probably number one. So that, that's a challenge in and of itself. I say that, and then I say this. Over four quarters, I just think Michigan's physicality, the way that, they've, the way that they play the game of football, with their offensive line, their tight ends, and their running game, it just wears on you. It allows them to dictate the pace. It, it takes away some of the ability for that. It forces TCU's offense to be on the sideline for extended periods while Michigan's driving. I don't see a blowout. I do see Michigan kind of, you know, winning each quarter by two, three, four points. And when you look up, it, they win by mm. double digits. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Jake Butt, our guest, was a great tight end at Michigan, now with the Big Ten Network. He's on Twitter at jbooty8. Now, this is going to be easier said than done, done, Jake, but let's say TCU gets out to a, I don't know, a 10-point lead or a two-touchdown lead right away in the game. The, the running game for Michigan has not missed a beat. I mean, Coram had an unbelievable year, but Edwards the last two games has been just a revelation. The guy's been incredible. Uh, does Harbaugh stick with the run? Uh, let's say it's second quarter, or does he say, you know what, McCarthy, JJ, go out there and uh, we need to start passing the ball a little bit more here. Does he stay patient in a situation like that and keep running the football? Yeah, no, I, I think I, I've been around Coach Harbaugh. We've seen him. We have enough of body of work. He's going to run the ball until he ha until he can't, right? That's just his identity, and, and that's 
going to be something that they stick with until I don't think that they start abandoning the game plan until they're down, you know, two scores in the third quarter. I just think that that's the world Michigan wants to live in. That's what they're best at at this point too. Um, and every part of their offense is really built off of that. You know, they get the tight ends involved heavily, heavily in the passing game. A lot of that's off play action. So J.J. McCarthy, his ability to run the ball, you know, whether that's designed on quarterback reads or, you know, on passes where he just starts to use his feet. I think we, we, we see a heavy dose of, you know, Michigan run. Okay. Let's, let's assume here that Michigan gets the job done. They win. They play in the national title game. This is your alma mater again. Who would you rather play? Who would you rather see the, the team play in the national title game? Uh, a revenge spot against Georgia from last year or the biggest nemesis, the biggest rival, one of them in the entire country against Ohio State for the, all the marbles? Yeah, no, this is, this is a fun question. Um, you you kind of just set the table. I don't, I don't think there's a rather, there's not a rather that I would see. I'd love to go back and, you know, there, there's the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry and then there's the Big Ten SEC rivalry. So, of course, Michigan-Ohio State is, is the, the greatest rivalry in all sports, in my opinion. So I'd love to play either of them. You know, whoever, whoever wins that game is deserving and getting to the national title, and, and either matchup is going to be so fun to watch. How much of a, a shot do you give Ohio State to uh, win its game? You know, I, I, it's funny. I, I don't think that it's impossible for Ohio State to beat Georgia. For everything we just said earlier, mm-hmm. Georgia's team last year was like a historic – that was a historically great team. Right. And they're not as good as they were last year, though still a very, very good team, clearly the number one team. For Ohio State, I just think it's a mental battle because they've proven to us throughout the year that they also are deserving of being the number one ranked team in the country. They got so much talent. But can you do it? Can you elevate? You know, you, in order to beat this Georgia Bulldog football team, you can't just play some of your best football. You probably have to even elevate beyond that. You have to make big plays in big moments. They're certainly capable of that, but you need to see it. You know, in, in the two biggest games in these past two years, the two Michigan games, they've, you know, they've kind of fluttered a little bit. They have not performed to their standards. So this is, this is the challenge that Ryan Day and these Buckeye has. They've got to go out there and elevate. Yep. Jake Butt played tight end in Michigan. He was awesome there. He's now on the Big Ten Network. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at jbooty8. Uh, congrats on the great year for your uh, former team. I wish them the best of luck. And uh, Happy New Year, Jake. Thanks for the time today. Of course, guys. Happy New Year. Yep, you Take too. Take care. You bet this game yet, Matt? It'll be a happy New Year for him if uh, Michigan covers the uh, seven and a half. Did you lay seven? When I did not bet this yet. Bet Rivers has got uh, eight uh-huh. on this game right now. So if you like the dog... Uh, a little bit better number. Bet Rivers also had seven on Ohio State yesterday. Uh, it's back to six and a half now. Um, I am going to bet Ohio State. I'm going to take seven with the Buckeyes. That's you're pretty confident the seven is going to reappear before kickoff. If not, I'll buy it up. You buy it up. Okay. If I have to, uh, I think there's going to be a seven. Like I said, Bet Rivers had it yesterday briefly. I wasn't able to get it. I, I do like the Buckeyes at that number. We will hit the NFL up next here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Believe it or not, they have a top 10 offense over the past month. I could probably give you 10 guesses. I'm not sure you'd get the team I'm talking about. I will tell you who it is next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. 
if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. All right. The countdown to 2023 has started. And BetRivers Online Sportsbook has you covered to start the new year off with a bang. Join BetRivers on both New Year's Eve and New Year's Day to ring in. 2023. Log on to BetRivers.com or download the app on December 31st to receive a 22% profit boost. Then log in again on January 1st, 2023 for a 23% profit boost on any qualifying wager. That's right. Celebrate with BetRivers and get not one but two profit boosts. It's a whole new game. BetRivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com. NFL here. The Niners are playing out here in Las Vegas on New Year's Day. And uh, this game on, I can't, I so I love what happened actually. Mm-hmm. Because right. when it opened up Niners 6, it came down to 5.5. On Monday morning, I bet the Niners minus 5.5. And, and I said, I don't get the number. The speculation is out there that Derek Carr might sit. Other players could sit for the Raiders. And I was trying to explain to people that this could be a 65-35 crowd for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. It's New Year's weekend. People are going to be coming here. They want to see this juggernaut of a team play in Las Vegas. And, by the way, Raiders fans who have season tickets are going to be like, I can make how much money this game? Sure, I'll sell my ticket. No problem on New Year's Day. Well, it ballooned up to 10. Now 9.5 at some spots. The total is 42. Is it too high? Too much of an overreaction? You're going from Derek Carr to Jared Sidham. You know, I, th- I think it is. Actually, at 10, I... I... I would consider playing the Raiders. And there, I see one book out there that's still got 10, but uh, mostly it's uh, 9.5 across the screen. First of all, Derek Carr was not playing well, and it was just not last week against Pittsburgh. It's been pretty consistent most of this season. Derek Carr has uh, been a big disappointment. Mm-hmm. I would totally I, agree. I am completely annoyed watching this guy week after week. And, you know, Michael Lombardi – had talked about it on his show, and I had a couple good sources who said that uh, Mark Davis and um, Josh McDaniels had met, I think it was after the Jacksonville game, and this is not what Michael Lombardi was talking about, but a couple other media people who were there told me that the decision was made then that they were done with Derek Carr. They were going to move on. And Mark Davis has not liked Derek Carr as his franchise quarterback anyway. And uh, the Raiders had already, uh, those two had already decided, and Dave Ziegler, the GM, that they're going to move in a different direction at quarterback. And Carr has done nothing to convince, to change their mind over the past several weeks. Very, very true, yes. And like you said, he leads the NFL in picks. But it's not just that. When you watch him, he just doesn't manage the game well. Uh, in the fr- I was at the uh, Patriots-Raiders game. The Raiders' first six offensive drives of the second half Totaled 36 yards. Awful. They just shut the offense down. Yep. And Derek Carr had a he was a, a big reason for that. He was not accurate with the throws, not making good decisions with the ball. Devontae Adams has disappeared from the offense. How does he have two catches in any game? Ever? How does that happen? He Carr looks to Mac Hollins again and again and again. He's not even trying to get the ball to Devontae Adams. So actually I think Josh McDaniels is going to try to do what he can to uh 
I, I think call plays that make Jared Stidham look good this week. Stidham's his guy. He brought him in from New England. Right. And I, I kind of like the situation with Stidham at quarterback this week. Yeah, I think uh, tens again if they reappear. Yeah, I do consideration. too. I do too. Yeah. yeah, even though I bet the Niners minus five and a half and I have them on, on money line parlays as well, I would, t- I would consider the Raiders plus the 10. I really would. Uh, and I love this 49ers team. I just think that they're a machine. Mm-hmm. If Purdy can keep this up, they can win the whole thing. Oh, and by the way, I also think Derek Carr from – you know, people I talked to in the media who cover the team, he had lost the locker room. And when that happens as a quarterback, as a team leader, and then you change and you go to a guy like Stidham, you might see a different Raiders mentality in this game this week too. So I do think it's an overreaction, uh, especially if you see 10 on the board. I will say this about Derek Carr. You know, last year when they went through everything that they did, I mean, it was, I can honestly tell you that I've never seen anything like that for any NFL team. The Gruden mess, mm-hmm. what came out about him. They had to let him go. Or he resigned early on in the season. The Henry Ruggs tragedy. Sure. And everything that they went through last year, it was like back-to-back-to-back events. To ha- just to say this about Derek Carr, he did stick. He, he talked to the media every week. He did. He, he, stuck, he, he showed up like as a leader. Like, and he, Who wanted to talk to anybody during that stretch last year? And he did it every single week to his credit. No, he did. You're right about that. He was a good face of the franchise last year. But, hey, this is a different year. It is. And uh, he did not do a good job this year. It's it's a win-now business. If you don't get it done, you're gone. And uh, that's – Derek Carr's had almost a decade, Mitch, believe it or not, to uh, solidify himself as a franchise quarterback. He has, he has never won a playoff game. If you have a decade, a decade as a franchise quarterback, essentially, and you can't win a playoff game, yeah. you can't be surprised – when the coach and owner and the GM say, hey, we're going to move in a different direction. That does not happen in today's football. just doesn't. Now here's the thing, the delicate balance. How do you keep Devontae Adams happy in uh-huh. Las Vegas? Because he went to social media this week and he said, this dude, meaning Derek Carr, is the only reason why I'm here. I know, I know. Um, uh, he, he can change his mind. He can, he can. Do you have anything on the Jets Steelers? If, uh, if Tom Brady's his quarterback, I think he'll be okay. Uh, I think he'll be okay with that. Yep. Jets are laying one and a half up in Seattle now with Mike White as the quarterback. Total is 42 and a half. Anything here? Would you well, obviously, uh, the Jets have a better shot with uh, Mike White at quarterback, and I like that. But I also think this is an overreaction. You, you could make a case here, I think, if you do your numbers on these teams, you can make a case that the Seahawks should be short favorites. Mm. Uh, I've got this as a potential play this week at uh, Seattle plus two, which is out there at DraftKings. Uh, right now. Okay, so then to your point, let me ask you this. Would you rather take the Seahawks plus two or would you lay two with them? I'm just going to, for example, if Zach Wilson was still the quarterback. Uh, I want to bet against Zach Wilson. I want to bet against him every single yeah. week. Yeah. This is Mike White. But White's also banged up right now. Yeah, yeah. He is uh, proud to be the starter for the Jets. Anytime you're named the starter, like you, you, you wear that badge with honor. And to be able to go out and, and lead these guys and, and just to know how hard these guys work and how important it is to them, and, and then you get that chance to, to lead them because every quarterback's a leader. So I take that with, with a lot of pride and, and, and seriousness and, and professionalism. So, yeah, that's, that's the coolest part about it for me. It's not so much the longevity of it. It's just the opportunity itself. My biggest trepidation about backing the Seahawks here would be how Geno Smith is going to look against his Jets defense. Yeah. Uh, Gino has really fallen apart now over the last month or so. It is. Confidence can be a fragile thing. Yeah, I yep. think he was he built confidence. He was playing with a lot of it in the first half of the season. And now we're starting to see that confidence erode, and he's becoming the Geno Smith that we knew before. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that's definitely a concern. And the Seattle defense has not been nearly as uh, strong. Yeah, it's There's been no a, doubt about that. It's a bad unit. has been now pretty much the entire year. Uh, are you enticed by the hook now that it's available on the Vikings catching three and a half at Green Bay? Total is 48. No. And uh, I don't want to lay it with the Packers either. I, I think the bet here is to uh, lay three with the Packers. And there's a couple spots out there. I'm looking at the screen right now. There's a couple spots where you can lay three at uh, you know, minus 120 mm-hmm. or so. Uh and Mitch, this kind of goes with your uh, your pro tip here the last hour. Don't overrate the must-win factor. And the Packers are the team right now playing with confidence. They have to have this game. Doesn't mean a whole lot to the Vikings necessarily. Uh, 
I've, I, and you know, week after week, we've seen the sharp betters fade to Vikings, mm-hmm. fade to Vikings. This was like a phony team. But I'm not laying three and a half with the Packers. No, here. I'm not either. Uh, I would consider laying three. I will not lay three and a half. No, and but- uh, by the way, the Packers were lucky that Tua suffered a concussion in the game on uh, Christmas Eve because I do think that played a role in him with those poor decisions and the picks he threw. Aaron Rodgers still, he made a couple of sensational throws in that game in Miami. I would agree. But he, he also is still missing some throws and not making many big plays in that offense. I, I don't trust the Packers to win by a margin, and that's why I wouldn't lay three and a half. Yeah, the, the passing attack is clearly missing the explosiveness mm-hmm. it's had for, you know, Going all the way back to the Brett Favre years. Might be missing Devontae Adams. Uh, maybe a little bit. And uh, just to pay off the tease here, the Steelers are playing at the Ravens on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, over the past four weeks, the Steelers are a top 10 offense in EPA per play. Expected points uh, added per play, they're top 10. You said believe it or not. I think that's going to be really hard to believe for a lot of people. Yeah. Yep. So I'm, I'm okay with teasing the Ravens. Uh, I'm sorry, the Steelers up to eight and a half. Mm-hmm. I want to go through three. I want to go through seven. In terms of taking them plus the two and a half, I haven't gotten there yet. No, because you had a couple days to take three on the Steelers, and uh, I missed that too. And I had the Steelers uh, written down as a a possible play. But I I think now, at this point, you do tease it up to eight and a half if you like that. How about that? I cannot believe it's still a possibility that Mike Tomlin could have yet another winning record this year. He's never had a losing did, record in his career. Did somebody is that right? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Okay. Kidding. You didn't know that. <laughs> did you know that Joshua Dobbs was a uh, an aero engineer? What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, up next, NFL better handicapper, friend of the show, Adam Chernoff is going to join us. He has an opinion on several games and a couple of props as well. Find out who he likes this week. Coming up next. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber for only 79 bucks and get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today, and you're also going to receive $20 to buy VSEN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VSEN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSEN show hosts and guests. Betting splits and betting reports. This is a limited time offer, so sign up and get VSIN Pro access through the end of March Madness at vsin.com slash subscribe. NFL better, handicapper, friend of the show, and the voice of the Simple Handicap Podcast. Adam Chernoff joins the program now. Happy holidays, pal. How how you been? Doing fantastic. You guys have it going on. Matt Humans looking spry. Polly seemed to take a early New Year's Eve festivity day. So this is a, a good holiday weekend coming up with a lot of football. Yeah, Polly likes to take off an extra day every year for the New Year because he's such a big <laughs> fan of it. Uh, we were just I understand. Yeah, we were just talking Vikings Packers. Now that this number is up to uh, Green Bay Lane three and a half, and I'm pretty sure I know you're going to go with the total. Uh, you can still find maybe a 47 and a half on the board, but 48. At, at most spots here, uh, do you like the dog in this spot? And uh, I'm going to guess again that you really like the over here again with the Vikings. Vikings overs continue to do as well. We'll call it 48. You can find a 47 and a half. There is some concern about Aaron Rodgers, which has been negated. He's come out and said he's fine. The knee injury not going to be an issue. There's really a, a lot of Guys who are looking at this and they're playing the second divisional game under and everything, when I see there's a break from week one to week 17, I kind of negate that out. So that's really why we're seeing this total come back. But earlier in the week, it was being bet up consistently. We'll go 48. Um, In terms of the over, Vikings, uh, just a dead over team at the last five or six weeks. And they've been playing tough defenses in that span too. Number of defenses they faced the last eight weeks have been inside the top 10. It's a massive step down for them in terms of class of opponent for the defense when they're facing this Packers team. They sit in zone coverage. They're incredibly soft in how they try to cover teams. Last week against Miami, they were allowing nearly eight yards of play before Tua got his concussion, couldn't finish the game through three interceptions. Was he 100%? Absolutely not in the second half. So they get away with that. 
Uh, for me, this is a spot where I think the Vikings have a lot of success early. And what that will do is going to speed up the Packers, who tend to play a little bit slower. But the last couple of weeks, their offense has been coming together. And so I'm, I'm just keeping on betting these Vikings games over um, just because of who they are defensively, what they do on offense, especially uh, if they can get out ahead. I think it speeds up the Packers. For me, at 48 here, um, really good look to the over again with these Minnesota team. All right, Adam, how about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? This is a really interesting team because we were talking about it seems like they have trouble getting over 17 points, and uh, I, I would think this should be more of a big play offense than it is, but it just has not developed. Uh, you're you're not afraid here to lay three with the Bucks against the Panthers, am I right? <laughs> I, I'm afraid to do it, but I think we have yeah. to do it. You Like you mentioned, oh, I got quizzed on this last night. I was in a text message conversation, and it, it, I got asked, when was the last time the Bucks scored 21 points or more? And I had to look back. It was the Seattle game. 24 points just once right. this entire season. It was KC back in week four. So this should be a big play offense. It certainly isn't. They're struggling. But here's where I struggle with this price. So in week seven, these two teams played. That was only two months ago. This line was Tampa Bay minus 13 mm -hmm. in Carolina. On the look ahead last week, just going back 10 days now, this was Tampa Bay minus seven and a half. The opener was minus four. We're now down to the Buccaneers minus three, minus 20. This is a massive adjustment for a team that hasn't had a quarterback injury within a similar matchup over a two-month span. We don't see games like this within a divisional rivalry move more than a touchdown, let alone move 10 points between two games that are played so closely together. And there's a couple things happening. First and foremost, the Buccaneers are being downgraded because of the struggles. When these two teams played back in week seven, if you looked across all the ratings, the Buccaneers were about seven or eight. Now they're right around league average. In week seven, the Panthers were bottom three in almost every single major ratings that are public. Now they're all the way up to 19th or 20th. But this is all on the play of Sam Darnold, who, believe it or not, since taking over the team a couple weeks ago, is number one in that time frame in expected points added and completion percentage over expectation. I don't know about everybody watching. I don't think Sam Darnold is number one in the NFL at anything. <laughs> and so for giving the Panthers this much of an upgrade because of Darnold's performance, which I don't believe in, and we're seeing this massive shift in price for the Buccaneers within this matchup because of that, I think we've just gone way too far. And I'll add in the fact here that the Panthers are going to be without cornerback number one and two. Shaq Thompson isn't practicing either, key linebacker within this defensive system. This is a banged-up defense, and the Buccaneers could get Donovan Smith back on the offensive line. That's a big boost, too, in an area where they've really struggled. I just I don't know how we're getting to this price here. I think it's a little bit crazy. We've got all the way down to three. The Bucs have been ugly. I got to lay the three here, guys. Fair enough. No good analysis. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Adam Chernoff, our guest. His podcast is called The Simple Handicap. We talked about this Lions-Bears game earlier today. There's a big difference for Detroit, right? Having to, They need to win this game to keep their playoff hopes alive. Big difference between that and covering a big number here of six when Justin Fields is going to play. Are you going to make a case here for the dog in this game, Adam? Yeah, you have to. At plus six for Chicago, it's a bet that I have made. When I'm looking at this game, too, like you mentioned, that's the big thing. The Lions, for the majority of the season, have been an underdog. The biggest point spreads that they have laid, they were two-and-a-half-point favorites to the Vikings a couple weeks ago in a very popular game about why that spread was what it was. And then they were a two-and-a-half-point favorite last week against Carolina, a game that they got beat up pretty badly in. So you go from a team that has been an underdog laying a field goal to now laying six. That's a big jump in terms of price and expectation. And we're going to see a lot of these games come up in the, this week and next week where you have the one team that's playing for everything and one team that's playing for nothing, seemingly. And you get these point spreads that tend to be a little bit inflated. It's a really easy handicap for a lot of betters, seemingly on the surface, but it's actually often more advantageous to look at the dog. And I think that's a situation here with the Bears plus six. This Lions defense, too, to be laying this big of a number, is 31st on the season. It's not trending in the right direction. They struggle against the run, 
which is where the Bears are very good. Last week, allowing more than 300 yards to the Carolina Panthers. Fields has the record, which is in his view. That's why he's getting extra play for the single-season rushing yards. They couldn't stop him in the first matchup. And we saw what happened in that first meeting, too, where the Bears got ahead. This is just a really bad Lions defense. And so to, for me, for them to be in a spot, even if it is at home where they're laying this big of a number, um, too big here at six. So I will take the Bears getting six points in this divisional matchup. Adam, I'm facing Amon Ross St. Brown in one of my fantasy football championship games. Please tell, trouble. Please tell me that you like him <laughs> to go under all of his props. He's at 79 and a half. And in terms of his closing lines on the season, that's right within this bracket. He's usually 75 and a half to 85 and a half. I like him over here for those listening to the show. You'll remember in the first meeting between these two teams had a really big position on him to go over. He's a guy that's getting 10 plus targets within this offense consistently. He's the main option for Jared Goff. And in this matchup, I mentioned that the Lions defense is really bad. Bears defense is equally as bad, and that's why this game has a total of 52. So this is going to be a game that goes back and forth, but I think St. Brown is going to be that guy as they move him around to have a lot of success for the Lions offense this week. So at 79.5 receiving yards, I'll go over on St. Brown as the main focal point of the Lions offense. Okay, and then one more prop going back to the Vikings-Packers game. You like Justin Jefferson to go over as well? Yeah, so it ties in with the Vikings plus three and a half and this over at 48. Jefferson obviously has the record in sight. I think these 17 game or 17 week seasons rather uh, mean a lot more for these records in terms of motivation because they're all being compared to 16 game seasons. So this is game 16 for the Vikings. Jefferson needs 200 yards. That's an interesting motivational angle. But what I'll add into this is yesterday, Unlike Jefferson needed any more motivation to go out and play well, Jair Alexander, the corner for the Green Bay Packers, came out in an interview, called him out and said that his performance has been a fluke. And it's a bizarre thing to do for a Packers defense that can't stop anybody. But that's a little <laughs> interesting sort of tie within this. So he's at 95 and a half yards. Kirk Cousins against zone coverage, which the Packers play 75% plus at a time, is a much different quarterback than what he is when he's facing man. Jefferson has this matchup. He already dominated Alexander in week one, gets him again with that little added extra. I think it's going to be a really big game for Jefferson here. I think he gets in the hundreds. You can look at alternates later in the week two when those are available. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll take him pretty comfortably here over 95 and a half, which is a big number, it but it's what he's typically priced at on a weekly basis for his closing receiving line. So. Um, big number, but let's go over 95 and a half with Jefferson. You can follow Adam on Twitter. He is at Adam Chernoff. And again, get his podcast called The Simple Handicap. Uh, best of luck this week, my man. Uh, and Happy New Year. Likewise, guys. Happy New Year to you as well. Be good. There you go. Adam Chernoff. Up next, tease up, tease down, or pass this week in the NFL. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. The countdown to 2023 is on, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook has you covered to start the new year off with a bang. Join Bet Rivers tomorrow, New Year's Eve, and New Year's Day to ring in 2023. You can log into the website, betrivers.com, or the app tomorrow, New Year's Eve. Get a 22% profit boost, or New Year's Day, do it again. Get a 23% profit boost on any qualifying wager. That's right, celebrate with Bet Rivers again. Not one, but two profit boosts. Bet Rivers, it's a whole new game. We'll get into more NFL games, tease up, tease down, or pass this week in a minute. But this is the soundbite that uh, Adam Chernoff was talking about in the previous segment. I cannot believe that he would do this. So Justin Jefferson roasted the Packers in week one. Uh, what, two touchdowns, 184 yards, nine? He is go- he's like an $8 favorite now to win Offensive uh, Player of the Year. He's going to you know shatter records, team records, and maybe all-time records in the NFL in a 17-game season, Jair Alexander, cornerback for the Packers, could not keep his mouth shut this week. He called J.J. a fluke. He don't jump in no super suit and, and get dressed and jump out high, you know what I mean? I don't either, sometimes. But, you know, like, he human is what I'm saying. So, like, it ain't, you know, we ain't putting too much on this on nobody. He's a really good receiver by the end of the day. I'm a really good corner. We got really good corners. We got really good, you know, linebackers. So, hey. D-line, you know, whatever it is. But, you know, you don't want to put too much focus on that one person because, like, on you know, first game, that was a fluke. First game was a fluke. Good idea, Jair. Mm-hmm. Smart move. Yeah, I don't think he's uh, going to qualify for Mensa. Probably not. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Justin Jefferson was the uh, 22nd pick of the draft in 2020. Mitch, this still irritates me to this day. I bet the uh, prop on Jefferson's draft position. Under? Yeah, at 21 and a half, thinking that there's no way the Eagles don't take this guy oh, at what, 21. What I, a I mistake. Thought, and in my mock draft, had Justin Jefferson to the Eagles at number 21. Yeah. They took Rager from they took Jalen Rager from TCU, yeah. and Jefferson went number 22 to the Vikings. How big a mistake was that? Well, a the, blunder by the Eagles, and they still are as good as they are yeah. making that huge mistake in the first round. The Vikings brass, they were on. They were doing video because it was the pandemic that year. They were laughing. They couldn't believe it. They're like, wait, what? They took who? Right. Jefferson's going to be there on the, cl- on the board for us? you got to be kidding me. So, I mean, any time that a guy's going to beat Randy Moss's team records, yeah, probably not a fluke. So I'm hoping J.J. goes nuts this week because I have him at 20-1 to to win. Just solidify it now. Lock it in stone. Have like 10 for 150 and another touchdown Mm -hmm. or so, and just like that's it then. Win the Offensive Player of the Year. You know, I agree with Adam Chernoff on this one. I would bet it over too, and uh, not just because of that uh, trash talk or whatever the hell that was that Jair Alexander was babbling, but – Jefferson's a pretty good bet to go over that most weeks. He is. I mean, yeah. That's one of those guys you don't want to bet against. I mean, he, he could put up those numbers almost in his sleep. Yep. And uh, by the way, you were talking about what the Raiders overcame last year and all, all the, the Gruden situation, the Henry Ruggs. Damon Arnett was one of them. Uh, that was the, the worst pick of the 2020 draft was made by the Las Vegas Raiders. And that was Damon Arnett, the cornerback from Ohio State at number 19. Yeah. Yep. Out of the league. Justin Jefferson was on the board. Oh, oh my God! He when was the on- Raiders at number nineteen took Damon Arnett from Ohio State, and uh, if you don't know about Arnett and his background and guns, go ahead and Google search it and read it. He uh, was thought of, by the way, if I recall correctly, he was thought of as like a third round pick at best, second or third round pick, probably yep. a third rounder, and uh, that's a big reason why Mike Mayock does not have a job as a GM anymore. I, I don't know if it was John Gruden or Mayock who had a bigger role in drafting that. 
How big a mistake is that? And then Gruden, as an offensive coach, how could you sign off on Damon Arnett being the 19th pick when Justin Jefferson is on the board? What a gaffe. What a humongous mistake. I blame Gruden more than Mayock. I think Mayock probably got an unfair shake there. Well, I think in most cases you're right about that. I, I, I don't. If you're an offensive coach like Gruden, how do you bypass Justin Jefferson at the 19th pick? Well, and the guy that they took was, uh, they also took Henry Ruggs ahead of like C.D. Lamb right. and uh, who's the other guy? Oh, Jerry Judy, because he's fast. Right. Okay. Uh, tease up, tease down, or pass this week. You've added teasers more and more over the years, yeah? yeah? A couple. I play a few here and there. Not not a bunch. Are you okay playing the Browns on a teaser up to eight or eight and a half at the Commanders this week? No. And if I were going to tease that, obviously I would tease the Browns up to eight and a half, but um, I, I hate the way Deshaun Watson's playing right now, and I, I have no interest in betting the Browns. Yep. I, I was on the Saints last week against the Browns. Oh, you were? You grabbed yeah. the three? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all in on, on fading Deshaun Watson and uh, this Browns team. and It's a really bad Browns run defense. That was a good matchup. I thought it should have been a Taysom Hill game. Why even play Andy Dalton? There Taysom, is no reason. Taysom Hill should have been a quarterback the entire uh, game last week for the Saints. The thing, the thing that's got to concern you a little bit here with Washington, Carson Wentz back at quarterback. Yeah, th- and that's why I'm okay. I'm personally okay with the Browns. I think this is going to be a low-scoring, ugly game. Right. <clears throat> one in which, probably right. Probably right. But, I, you know, it, it is tough right now making a case for Deshaun Watson the way he's playing. Um, how about the Dolphins? Well, you made your case for the Patriots earlier, but the Dolphins plus eight and a half on a teaser are no good because you like, you know, I guess why would you want to do a teaser here if you're com- comfortable playing, you know, the Patriots at two and a half? Well, if you want to tease the Dolphins, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not personally going to do it. I like the Pats in this spot again. Of course, I've been wrong about the Pats a couple times here, including last week. Uh, but like I said, I'm laying a two and a half with the Patriots. If you wanted to sit here and make a case for teasing the Dolphins up to eight and a half, I'm not going to argue with you. Seahawks plus seven and a half versus the Jets at home or pass? I think I could tease up the Seahawks here. Yeah. I think so. Okay, and then the last one is Sunday night. I'm thinking about it, too. Steelers plus eight and a half against the Ravens. Without a doubt. Yeah. Give me the Steelers on a teaser uh, for sure. Uh, I'll be be playing that this week. In fact, I wanted to bet the Steelers plus three. I'll go ahead. If if I don't get to three again, I'm going to tease the Steelers up to eight and a half. You're right. Okay, so let me throw this at you then. Who screws up the money line parlay? Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of huge candidates this week. The Lions minus 250 against the Bears. I get to hear the rest of the candidates? Yeah. Okay. Chiefs, minus 750 against the Broncos. No. Giants, minus 240 against the Colts. I'm going, to, going, I'm going in order mm-hmm. of the board here in Las Vegas, the rotation. Eagles, minus 250 against the Saints. Jags, minus $2 against Houston. The Niners, minus 450 against the Raiders. Or the Chargers, minus 275 against the Rams. The first and the last. The Lions... The Lions, the Lions could screw it up. I don't think so, but I'm going to go with the Chargers. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers get beat by the Rams this week. Yeah. Typical Chargers. They just clinch a playoff spot. They're on a short week. They're on the road in Indy. Come home. The Rams are starting to show a little bit of life with Baker. It's typical Chargers when they're favored. They disappoint. I see. That's what I thought they last week, in the favorites role. That oh. was, I like the Colts last week for, for other reasons, but that was... Like, if the Chargers are going to flop, though, wasn't it last Monday night, too? Uh, yeah, but Or the coach what? is so bad. Okay, that's what I was getting ready to say. The Colts were so bad Monday night, it didn't matter. Were you impressed by the Chargers? Not really. They kind of had no, to grind. No, they gr- weren't great. Kind of had to grind that out. I didn't think. They didn't bring their A game. They, they probably brought their B minus game, and that was enough to beat the Colts 20 to 3. That's how bad the Colts were. Mm hmm. And now the, the how and about I think that? the Rams will be better than that this week. Of all the teams for the Rams to show life against, it was that Broncos defense. But the Broncos defense, the infighting again, yeah. and the sideline antics, it's just like they want the season to be over. The entire team was a no-show. I think they just, do they hate each other or do they hate Russell Wilson? I, I think they hated the coach, the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things to hate about the Broncos. It's interesting, uh, 
You want to get to the pro tip here? Well, in one I, second. Okay. I, I want to put you on the spot right now. Yeah. Gut, gut reaction to this. I asked Paulie this week, what do you make the Broncos win total next year? Not knowing what they do in the offseason. Six and a half. Okay, we came up with about seven and a half or maybe eight. You'd go as low as six and a half. The coach, the coach hire is going to be, be very big. important. Yep. Yeah. So okay. maybe six and a half is a little bit low. We'll see. Time now for the pro tip of the hour. Betting on week 18 look-ahead lines now will likely provide some really good value, maybe even the best value. Look at the scenarios for each game before Sunday's games. Uh, I brought up the Eagles lane two and a half now, up from one and a half against the Giants next week. Even if the Eagles clinch this week against the Saints, I don't think they want to give all their guys three weeks off. I think that's dumb because they're going to get the bye. You can't do that. And you can't give Jalen Hurts about a month off. He's got to play a little bit. And uh, it's been proven you don't want to rest guys that long. I, th- I think what you talked about early in the show today is very important to to look at these Week 18 lines and and the scenarios. Go think through and uh, look through the scenarios and what um, we might be looking at this time next week. Yep. Up next here, follow the money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Trevor Maddich is going to join the program. College football on ESPN. Will we get an upset in the two playoff games tomorrow? We'll ask him that coming up next here on VEASAN. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet three six five. Twenty one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.